welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Haider Haba. He is an entrepreneur and investor. This is Technotopia. This episode of Technotopia is brought to you by Typewriter.plus. Typewriter.plus is a full-service editorial agency that brings amazing editors from places like the New York Times and TechCrunch to work on your writing. Need a blog post, a white paper, a presentation? The Typewriter team can write or edit anything on nearly any topic. Visit them at Typewriter.plus for a free quote. That's Typewriter.plus, Typewriter.plus. Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast to bet a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Haider Haba. He's managing partner at Andra Capital. Uh, welcome, Haider. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're really excited about uh, the future of finance using <laughs> blockchain. I think we all are, right? So I think we... Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's basically all. This is basically the... Uh, the end of it, the the end of the end of all financial culture, right? We're we're almost done. That, that's correct. That's correct. Um, so um, yeah, so if, you know, if you look at um, you know what blockchain can do to uh, several uh, uh, financial institutions such as venture capital, it used to be big uh, boys only club. Yeah, and it's, it used to be a big boys club, and it also requires deep pockets. You know, over hundreds of millions of check size to be able to invest, let's say, in Silicon Valley, late stage growth companies, right? Mm -hmm. But with blockchain, you can really tokenize these funds and make them available to global investors, you know, beyond just the Silicon Valley, deep pocket, big boys reach by allowing these tokenized assets to be uh, transferable, reachable, and also you provide, you know, um, um, these assets with liquidity, you know, to permit uh, investors or uh, users worldwide and, um, you know, this is the new kind of security tokens you will see in the future. Uh, I also see very thin line between um, money, assets, and investment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, if you look at the human, uh, you know, uh, we, in the last hundred years, we tried to create all these entities and build really big walls around them, you know, where money is, like in the United States, it's backed by the GDP uh, of the United States. And that's why the US dollar's always been strong and powerful. But if you live in a country like, let's say, Mozambique or Venezuela, um, their economies are in collapse and their value of their currency is, is in total collapse. So if you get a dollar today, Venezuelan, let's say dollar, at the end of the month, it depreciates by 50%. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to you know, make this uh, level uh, field even, you know, by creating a, a, you know, a global currency that is backed by growth assets. And I think that's where the future is going to rely. There is a very thin line. These lines going to disappear between currencies and assets and, you know, investment. So what does that mean, the, the, the thin line between currency and assets? What, what, what in, am I holding in the future if I'm, if I'm in my space car? Uh, am, yeah. I holding a, am I holding a Venezuelan dollar or am I holding some sort of asset that's been, uh, that's been yeah. connected to something? Yeah, this is a really good uh, point, uh, John. Um, if you look today, I mean, there are so many regulations and rules and, uh, and they're designed for different purposes. And some of it is also the technology was never there. And, um, you know, for you to invest in assets such as private equity in today's world, you have to wait 10 years to get your money back. It's, mm-hmm. it's completely not liquid. So with the blockchain technology, you can create 
liquidity and you know between permittable investors to really exchange those assets within within minutes instead of days and hours. You know, for example, if I want to go and buy even if I one of the biggest investors, if I want to go buy private assets and company, it takes a three months to get all the you know the contracts done, all the legal done, all the compliance done, and while in blockchain you can do it in in less than a minute. You know, you you can buy any assets around the world uh, with the global reach into higher the highest growth assets on earth, and you can do it in in less than a minute. And uh, you know, this is such a revolutionary technology, uh, and provide a peer-to-peer access to one of the highest gro- growth assets on earth, and you can really transfer these assets in less than a minute. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to transfer these assets? So, so this is this is an interesting thing because it, it lets us dig a little bit deeper into uh, yeah. the idea of the ICO yeah. in general. So, just to be clear, the ICO we have a uh, we have a token that's associated with a business. The assumption is, right. in your case, does this token rise and fall uh, based on the value of the business, or does it rise and fall on some other on some other uh, characteristic of of whatever's happening? Yeah, very good question. Yeah, so most of the ICOs you see today, they're backed by um, assets of new entities. You know, they're less proven, very, um, very new, let's say. They are like all startups, mm-hmm. which are very risky in nature because there is very little rules on compliance or reporting. Um, and, and, but the next generation of, of uh, these uh, coin offerings, you're going to see more of a securitized tokens, and these are very well uh, maintained uh, with the best auditors in the world, the best compliance services, the best legal support. And you're going to see some real big assets that are proven assets that have been in either in hyper growth mode or growth mode or some kind of uh, like in real estate, you will see them in uh, in um, in tokenized form, like you can buy a small uh, or one brick of the Empire State Building, for example, mm-hmm. without having to lay you know a few hundred million dollars to buy the entire building. That's where the the, the future I see uh, resides in terms of tokenization of assets, and you know money supply um, is going to really change because if you put your money into imagine yourself in today world, you put your money in checking account where you get nothing. You put it in saving account, which you get close to nothing, and you put it in investment, which takes you years or days, you know, to really cash out your investment to really transfer it to money. Mm-hmm. I think all these lines are going to change in the future. There is no um, no boundaries, no walls between all these things. You know, you can buy, you can put more money in high growth assets, such let's say one block of the Empire State Building. And anytime you need your money, you should be able to sell it within less than a minute and convert it, you know, and and, and use it as a as a currency to to really um, uh, buy whatever you want instead of that one block of the Empire State Building. So I see, you know, these large walls and institutions all going to merge uh, mm-hmm. into one. And this is very similar what we you know what we've seen in the peer to peer communication. So. If you look at 20 years ago, before the event of voice over IP and peer-to-peer communication, you know, there was six, seven people in the middle of every transaction. Mm-hmm. And uh, that got disrupted, you know, with voice over IP and peer-to-peer communication, that entire structure got disrupted. And now you can make any voice call, um, any uh, video call, any kind of communication transaction 
completely transparent on any kind of device, you know, worldwide, and without, you know, having to pay taxation and and uh, and extra costs uh, and um, you know uh, the innovation of these instruments were really you know in, in the hands of few companies around the world that kind of completely disrupted. And I think the same who, thing will happen here. Who yeah. loses in this? Who loses in this? Uh, in this experience? In this battle? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, in my view, um, it's gonna be uh, uh, it's. Is going to all merge into one global. Uh, I would, you know, you can call it currency, you can call it instrument, you can call it token or a coin. Um, it's going to be combination of. Uh, you're not going to see class bases between uh, investment currencies and uh, and uh, let's say assets. It's all going to combine into one. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, just like, you know, today you have a checking account, saving account, investment account, alternative investment account. Um, there's no reason to have all of these things. With, with blockchain, it's all seamless, all transparent, all, um, you know, legal. So the contracts can get transferred in a, in a faster, more efficient way. Uh, and, uh, and without the need of a lot of rules and regulation, um, you know, worldwide. And that's, you know, my view of the world going into the future. It's not going to happen in one day, but it, it will happen just like the peer-to-peer -peer communication took 20 years to disrupt the entire multi-trillion legacy structure that took 100 years to build, but got completely demolished in 10 years. I believe the same thing is going to happen here. So the so we're assuming that there's still going to be like a Mobile of banks, like the, the Mobile kind of still... Still technically exists. There is there are there are telecom companies, but you're saying right. that those telecom companies are going to be playing alongside <coughs> Skype, yeah. for example, a little That's company right. out of uh, Estonia that basically uh, essentially said to the world, "Hey guys, we're about to give you some free phone calls. Why don't you just give it a try?" And everybody tried it, and it works really well. Um, right. So yeah, and and the the legacy guide ended up providing what I call dumb pipes, you know, which mm -hmm. is the internet, right? So in terms of value-added applications and services, it all went to the guys, the, cre uh, the more creative uh, entities uh, around the world, you know, such as Zoom, Skype, and... What's, and, what's uh, the financial equivalent of a dumb pipe? What does a dumb pipe mean in finance terms? Yeah, so, the, so in this case, it's really the infrastructure is going to be in the hands of the blockchain. So this is, um, the, you know, the, the blockchain infrastructure is still at its infancy, but is going to be much more mature in the next five years. So if you look at it, it's going to be a combination of infrastructure, uh, which is people working on it, the multiple different protocols. And these protocols are evolving, and that's why you're seeing all these new forks coming in the market. But we're also seeing a much more compliant uh, new generation of tokens, such mm -hmm. as security tokens, which are really compliant by not only the rules of each country in terms of uh, regulation, but also in terms of reporting, uh, uh, asset management. Uh, there's real value behind these. These are not startups. These are um, uh, assets that being tokenized and made available on the blockchain to be reachable by global investors, uh, by global currency holders that want investment as part of their uh, holding. You know, mm -hmm. so it's, it's not only like if you if you look at Bitcoin, it's it's backed by nothing. <clears throat> it's backed by scarcity, sure. right? Um, 
this new class of assets, they're going to be backed by growth. You know, by just like the U.S. dollar, backed by the U.S. economy, these these new anti currencies, they will be backed by the highest growth assets on earth. Whether they're high growth real estate assets, technology assets, I believe technology companies in hyper growth mode and maturity are the best value in the future in terms of where you should put your money in. So the so the world is going to basically say this is this is just another scam. So this is another tulip tulip bulb scam. Uh, t- tell us tell us why this isn't that. Why isn't this the case? Why is why is yeah. this idea the future of finance as opposed to I don't know something J P Morgan made in their basement? Yeah. So um, you know the the initial view of the tulip is or the uh, let's say of the. The Bitcoin uh, uh, view of the world is these currencies are backed by nothing and things are backed by just scarcity. They will, you know, they go through the hype. And once the hype is over, or in this case, once the amount of wallets coming into the system disappear, then they lose their value, they lose their scarcity, and they end up to zero because they're backed by nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you look at gold, gold is the same thing, you know, gold. It's been in hyperinflation or in, in a bubble for 40,000 years, you know, since, you know, the beginning of man. With this asset, you know, your new generation of entities or tokens going to be backed by real value, like the Empire State Building, like, you know, like Uber or mm-hmm. one of these high growth companies. How do you? What's what's? So the, I don't see how the bubble you can deflate that bubble because sure. all of a sudden you're having a currency that is instead backed by one nation economy, is going to be backed by a collective of very high growth companies. Well, we're saying it's a, we're dollar, saying it's like a yeah. we're saying it's like a business a. Uh, it can't it can't be a bubble because it's basically a business. But we all, we already had like a dot com bubble. We had a few other things where things get hypervalued and then and then fall back to earth. I wonder. I wonder what the what the difference is uh, between this and the dot com days. Uh, obviously, yeah. what we, we when we came out of the dot com days, we basically got massive amounts of benefit. We Amazon wouldn't have existed if we didn't have a dot com boom and bust. Uh, so, what's the result of the boom and bust cycles of this? Are these are the are the boom and bust cycles of crypto? Uh, do they create things a little more quickly? Are they like a are they like a supernova that's like just spitting out good companies? Yeah. Um, and you, you, at this stage, we're seeing both, right? We're seeing like the supernova spitting a lot of companies and the strongest ones will last, like mm-hmm. the Amazons of the world. And uh, we haven't gone through that cycle. It takes a few years to go through that cycle to see which one of these that were created, and, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to last and be the strongest, right? Um, that's my view of the world <clears throat> uh, for right now. but. But again, the, the new generation of tokens and also the new generation of uh, what I call blockchain infrastructure, they're going to pave the way of, of the future of how this technology is going to evolve. And mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot, of, you know, a lot of new ones coming in that are fully compliant, fully, um, you know, really good, uh, you know, backing from institutional uh, firms. They're also backed by great auditors and you know and so it's the cleanup is already happening um it's gonna take a few cycles again these icos uh, 
a trend that we've seen it's only been in, in the last two years um and that's why the the, the cleanup is is going to happen it's going to be mm-hmm. soft and pause first and then maybe it will be regulated uh, uh in the near future but what we're saying is no matter what happens it will be just like the internet it will take some time to cleanse the bad ones out and pave the way to the future but blockchain is here to stay okay yeah blockchain is here to stay all right uh, let's let's see how it works <laughs> what is what does your job look like as an investor uh finance person in about 20 years what does it look like uh, that's really good question and uh you know using my uh you know little foggy crystal ball it is uh, you know i'm you know I'm, my background is an entrepreneur i'm a serial entrepreneur i built I was one of the pioneers of, uh, you know, voice over IP and uh, peer-to-peer communication. So I've seen uh, this movie before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the same movie will happen here. Um, it's uh, a lot of the middle guys going to be out. Um, there is no reason to have so many middle guys. And so it ends up to the guys with, with the product that's going to connect to the guys with the uh, with the with the with the need for that product or investment in this case or you know, just uh, the value of money. And it's, and that's what I think is going to happen in the future. You know, it's very little uh, middle banks in, in between. So mm-hmm. you really don't need a big, huge investment manager. You really don't need a bank. You don't really need a transfer agent. You really don't need, uh, you know, uh, let's say uh, a brokerage house. So there is so many financial entities that I think will disappear in in this scenario. Hmm. Okay. Who's uh, who? Who shouldn't? Who shouldn't people work for now if they're if they're waiting for the uh, the this the flip? Uh, <laughs> they should work for the new, uh, like the future of uh, finance. These new entities and the blockchain, and that's what you see. A lot of the big bankers are jumping. You know, a lot of the big names are jumping on the other side. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, the other day, you know, one of my friends at Credit uh, Suisse, um, you know, I jumped and said, hey, we're not going to sit and wait. I'm here to change the future. And he, he left Credit Suisse to join the, uh, the bandwagon of the blockchain. Mm-hmm. And, and we've seen this. We've seen it with Goldman Sachs guys. We've seen it with a lot of the, the big name guys. And these mm-hmm. guys, you know. They're very smart people. They're, they they know where the future is, and they want to come and shape the future altogether. So, do we? Do you go to Goldman or do you go to a startup? Uh, I will always choose a startup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Hater, thank you for joining me on this. This is uh, this thank is interesting because I like to get into the weeds on ICOs, and hopefully, uh, other folks are got a kick out of it too. Thank you. Thank you, sir. This has been Technotopia. I'm John Biggs. We will see you next week. Thank you, sir. Perfect. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the Internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com Technotopia is presented by your host, John Biggs. It was produced by Rick Barr of Bar26 Entertainment at ricksvoice.com. 
It appears every Friday at noon, and we're always looking to talk to interesting people. Tweet at John Biggs if you'd like to join us on the show.